BioWink Redemption is a point-and-click game created by Drygen Studios that will test your patience as you are usually under the pump trying to save the character's life or sadistically end it. That's right, you heard me. Save a life or sadistically end it. As I fired up BioWink Redemption, I wasn't 100% sure what to expect other than the fact that it was a medical game and the closest thing I had to a medical game before this was Operation. You know, that board game that came out a while back? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't played a medical game since I was like 10. Anyways, when the game starts up, you get to choose between two different campaigns, a life campaign or death campaign. Now, here is where you decide if you're going to be a savior or the devil himself. I initially picked the life campaign as I really do like to help people and usually pick the nice way of doing things first in games uh, because I like to think that I'm a nice guy. I'm not really. <laughs> Or am I? I don't know. You decide. The game gives you a basic tutorial and rundown on how to save the life of John Smith, a default character name given to the AI which you are saving, or potentially killing, which you can change to pretty much anything you want to. You can change the name of anything you want to. I'm going to emphasize that, because that is just... Ah! Anyway, I'll get into a bit of that later. With that being said, I didn't test the character limit of how many characters you can use to name a character. Yes. Getting into the game can be a little tricky at first, but as you continue to play, you begin to find it's a simple concept. You choose for between four different difficulties. I don't remember them off the top of my head. But you choose between four different difficulties, going from left to the right, easiest to hardest. You choose your boosts, which I'll explain later, and then you just jump into it. Now, I, I, like I said, I picked the savior, the sort of the life campaign, so, so to speak, and... As you are the doctor, you get given a patient, John Smith, with some kind of situation in which you have to save the John under different circumstances. This can range from having multiple diseases at one time and you have to achieve 100% recovery to curing X amount of diseases under a certain time limit or before his health. You're equipped with a little zapper and you zap away little cells. I think they're cells. Let's go with cells. Dragon Ball Z. There are eight human body systems that you are given to work with, which use up away these little cells. There's the circulatory system, which is like your heart, the respiratory system, which is your lungs, the nervous system, which is like your mental health and your brain in general, the skeletal, which is your bones, muscular, immune, digestive, and renal or renal, I don't really know how to say it, which is like your bladder kind of system. And so by zapping away these cells as they appear, you accumulate biopoints. In the game, you're given a list of symptoms that have already been identified, generally, uh, but they can affect multiple systems, so you kind of try to have to, you know, identify the correct diseases. To save John Smith, you spend biopoints to conduct medical tests and diagnose the patient. The results, of course, can come back positive or negative. When it's positive, you'll have to then treat the disease with more biopoints, which you have to accumulate. Really annoying. If... It is negative, then oh well, too bad. You gotta keep looking for the right diseases that you can cure. So sucked in, you wasted your bio points. <laughs> you can also spend bio points to help John Smith's lifestyle to increase his or her health, and spend bio points on the environmental factors to make medical research and procedures much faster. So you can make John Smith, uh, you know, a weightlifter, a healthy eater. They have good genes, which, I don't know, good genetics apparently is a factor in things. It is. 
fair enough. Each system that I mentioned before has its own health bar and its own, the health continuously goes down depending on what diseases they have. So once a system hits below a certain percentage point of health, the patient is rushed to the emergency room where procedures are cheaper. Once a system fails, the rest of the body systems start to decrease in health quite rapidly, as you'd expect. Earlier I mentioned that you can add boosts before you begin the treatments. Boosts are given to help give the player an advantage by getting, say, a head start, make treatments cheaper, and there's so many other different little boosts you have. You can activate these boosts by spending XP points. As you complete treatments, you gain XP, and as you level up, you get more XP points. The higher the level, the more XP, which means the more boosts you can use in-game. The XP points reset before each treatment, so there's no need to really worry about losing all your points and going, oh no, I've spent all my XP points, ah, it's fine, they just reset, and you know, I mean, it's pretty cool, because you can give yourself different boosts in different situations, which can really help. As for the death campaign, it's essentially the same thing, but rather than try and save the patient, you're trying to decrease John Smith's health to zero. Now this is quite interesting, as you try to do this before the doctor can save them, well, remember how I said it was sadistic? Yeah, this is where it comes in. It's kind of a messed up concept, but to be quite honest with you, it would be a really cool concept to see in multiplayer. You know, you got two players, one's a doctor and one's a... Uh, the, the, let's go with the devil. And, um, you know, they're trying to battle out to... One's trying to save the person, one's trying to get their health to zero. It'd be a really cool concept. Who knows? I think that would be a fun multiplayer aspect, but not necessarily morally right multiplayer concept. Now, the idea of being able to rename John Smith to any name you want is something that doesn't really sit well with me, especially in the death campaign. You can imagine why. I'm not explaining this one. It's kind of messed up. It's more than kind of messed up. Now, the XP crosses over from the death campaign and the life campaign, so if you accumulate all these levels and XP points, giving you certain boosts in, say, the life campaign, once you start the death campaign, you kind of have a more of an advantage because... Say you're a level 14 and you can use three boosts. By the time you get to the death campaign, you can use three boosts and vice versa. So you can pretty much, you know, do one campaign entirely and then just have all these crazy boosts for the other campaign, which is something that's interesting. I mean, I like the fact that I didn't have to revamp my levels and have a death level and a life level, but at the same time, it made it a little easy. Yeah, but what can you do? Overall, the game is quite fun, it can be very challenging depending on the difficulty you choose. I was playing on the third difficulty, so the second hardest technically. Uh, you know, and it'd be interesting to see how the game progresses, where it can go, and what it ends up doing, especially if there's a multiplayer aspect added, that it would be really cool. But again, it'd be interesting to say how they managed to do that. Oh, and by the way, this game can get a little graphic with blood spurts and everything else, so if you're not good with blood or you kind of get grossed out, there's my warning. And I'd like to thank Stride PR for giving us the preview code of BioInc Redemption. This has been a Player One review by Cash. You're listening to Sin Nation. This has been a Player One podcast. To check out more Player One, go to syn.org.au slash player one.